0: Welcome back to the Pro Series Podcast. This is episode 84, and today's guest is Austin Fox. You may know him from social media, but he was episode number two of Pro Series back when it was a completely different animal, um, which I'll explain in Off Topic one day. Um, But today we talk about his business, how was it being young in the business, gives some motivational, inspirational speeches for anybody looking to be an architect and start their own company or just a designer or any entrepreneur out there trying to start their own company and just want to be taken seriously in a world where, you know, you don't have as much um, experience as your elders or anybody else in the business. Um, But before we hop into this episode, please like, subscribe and review this podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. And now I hope you enjoy episode 84 with Austin Fox. Austin Fox, thank you so much for coming on the Pro Series podcast today and taking the time.
1: Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Pro Series. Let's do it. Let's get right into it. I'm excited. Yeah, and I'm
0: excited. You're the first returning person you were on before it was even a podcast. Here, I think you were episode two, um, giving some home renovation tips. So excited to dive into your career and how you got to where you are, um, and get some advice to other young entrepreneurs out there.
1: Okay, well, a lot, a lot has changed. <laughs> oh, definitely, in in a good way. Um, but as a quick recap, basically got involved at 18 in the architecture industry, went and got an internship. Um, realized early on what I wanted to do is basically run my own firm. And from that point, you basically work backwards. And that's kind of how I've mapped out our my career so far. And basically where we are today. And we still have a lot, of, a lot more to go. So you get involved, you kind of see where you want to go and you basically reverse engineer it. So I want to be a firm owner. What do I got to do? I got to get, go to school, get my license, get my experience. And you basically backtrack. And by doing that, Here we are today. Firm owner doing a bunch of projects in Fort Lauderdale. We have over a thousand units under design, commercial, residential, mixed use. It's just evolved into this amazing beast. And I'm happy to be here and share some tips.
0: Yeah. So when you were younger, did you always want to open up your own firm or did you change once you graduated? How'd that turn out? It
1: changed once I actually went and worked and interned at a firm because you saw what it's like and you see what the boss is doing. You see what the architect, the project manager doing. I think uh, for anyone that's curious about it, you got to see someone doing it. I mean, a lot of people look on Instagram and see, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur or boss. It's like, you got to actually see what they go through. And how do you do that? You got to be in close proximity. So like for you, for example, like you probably are exposed to someone, I'm sure that that was doing something similar and that kind of gravitated towards you. Oh, let me see how they're doing it. How can I do it better? And that's kind of like what I would say for someone out there. If you're curious about it, you need to be around someone that's doing it and see how what it's really like and then see if it's for you.
0: Yeah. You, you mentioned you were, you had an internship. Is that something that's very uh, looked down upon if you don't have internship in architecture? Look at the end of the day, you need to get experience. You got to get your feet mm-hmm. wet and you know, whether it's paid, unpaid. I mean, it's
1: what, what I did is it was, was like 10 years ago is basically went to a firm. I said, listen, I want to work for you. And the guy's like, well, listen, I can't pay you. I don't really know what I could do for you. So listen, no, no, no. I want to work for you because what I want to do is get the experience. And I'm going to use that experience to leverage for other jobs. So I went in there, you know, this is like when minimum wage was $7 an hour. Yeah, I feel so old now. I'm 30. <laughs> but like, you basically get in the door, and he couldn't pay me. But I'm like, let me just work for you and just get in, the, get in the, the the room, get in the atmosphere. I'm there for two, three, three weeks. And also he goes, listen, I'll pay you seven bucks an hour minimum wage. I was there for probably like three weeks, three, not three months. I was there for three months. But listen, you're thinking, oh, hey, you're three months. It's a waste of time. You're wrong. Now I take that experience and go to the next guy. Hey, I worked for this guy for three months. Okay. He's got some experience and you leverage that. So now you're at the second job. Let's say you're at the second job interning, whatever, for another three months or six months. And you got some compound interest going I got three months here, six months there. You go to the next guy and you kind of work your way up. And that's pretty much how I got to where I was is leveraging
0: my previous jobs on top of one another. Okay. So when did it come into account that you wanted to open up your own firm? Like, was there like a breaking point or it was that just always that goal that you wanted to work towards?
1: I, I think it was probably around college when I realized like when I was towards the end of the like architecture school and you start working for a firm, you're like, listen, I kind of want to do this on my own. And what happens is as you start to get your set up and you start making more connections, the the side work, you know, you're just trying to do it for money at the in the beginning. I'm starting to make some money on the side. I really wasn't expecting to run this whole thing. And the next thing you know, the side work starts piling up. And you start to look at yourself and go, listen, I'm making more on the side than I am on my nine to five. And it, it it's like the arrows kind of pointing you to this direction. So then you're like, right, you know, let's you start to ask yourself some questions. I mean, uh, that's pretty much how it I'm sure maybe for you can ex- exp- explain how you got to your points. Kind of I'm kind of curious myself.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I do um, a little bit less design now as I have ever done because it's mostly social media based and marketing based. <clears throat> Um, it's just something I kind of fell into love with during the process. Mm. Um, but I'm um, kind of the same way, you know, you start you doing it on your side and it kind of just escalates from there and it builds and snowballs into what it is today.
1: Yeah, for anyone curious about it, the, the, what I tell everybody is like, just give yourself six months. Worst case scenario, you go back, do it for six months, see how it is. And then if you don't like it, you go back. It, it, it always There always be opportunities back where, where you were before. But it, yeah. in six months, you see where that, and then all of a sudden, you know, that's <laughs> then you realize like I'm not going back. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I'm
0: done. Yeah, I actually just recorded an episode the other day um, with uh, an entrepreneur, best-selling author. He was talking about how um, there's so many people that have the dreams, but they kind of just keep that dream in their back pocket. And there's other people that have the dream, mm-hmm. go full force, or they have the dream and they're being realistic and make it a side gig until they know it's for sure they could completely go dive into it and you gotta
1: just take the jump like, like yeah. that's the that's the thing that like a lot of uh, like people like for example i did a speaking event yesterday and people are like aren't you scared i'm like i'm just scared that like why would i be scared like i'm just trying to reach the reach the potential and that's the part that scares me not reaching your potential and i know it sounds like kind of gibberish but like I, I knew people that other firms like that didn't get their license that didn't start a firm or didn't do whatever like travel the trip it's like why like you simply <laughs> ask the question why and if it's, it's like you haven't there really is no excuse like, like you want to start your thing, try it, go do it. I mean, it, the worst thing that can happen is you fail. I mean, that's, yeah.
0: that's
1: really not that bad.
0: Exactly. I know we talked a little bit off camera about age. Um, and I know I ran into it in the beginning, like people trusting thousand, thousand dollars worth of um, renovations in your home to a kid that just had a school or someone just young that looks young. Um, did you run into that? And if so, how did you overcome it? We still actually run into it now and
1: and I'm dealing with it on a daily basis. So it's just kind of a good topic. So coming into the market, you have the old, you know, the seasoned veterans, these big companies. And what happens is you're new fresh blood. So you got to look at this as a big macro scale. How do you distinguish yourself from the big dogs, right? These guys have years of experience, the whole 49 yards, they're they're running the show. If you want to break in the market, obviously their prices, number one, are higher. So you got to offer cheaper prices, you got to undercut them to get the business and build a reputation, build, you know, a portfolio, then as you start to build it up, you're going to get opportunities here and there. And that's when you have to somewhat number one network and number two going with the price. So we start off with additions, then you do houses, then you do a duplex. And then all of a sudden, you get an opportunity to do an apartment building. You got to take a price cut to get there. My first apartment building I made $0 on. A lot of people don't know about that. I made $0 on it. The team got paid. The firm got paid. Everyone, I I made zero. But now I can go to other people and say, hey, I I got one down. I can do two. And you go to three. And the same thing repeats itself. And that's how you break into it. It takes time. And a lot of people want it to happen tomorrow. So that's kind of how we've navigated against these big dogs. And we still get, you know, there's some competition, you know, I'll hear it still there. Another thing that I've realized is the big dogs are are comfortable. They're they're not hungry. And by being young and new in the market, you can come in aggressive and they like the new fresh blood. A lot of our clients are coming from older architects because they don't want to work with them because they're just, we'll get to you when we get to you. We'll call you when we call you. We'll follow when we follow you. You got to get in there. You got to get active. Obviously, you got to make some money, but you got to take some price cuts here and there to get your name out there. And then you can start being more pushing and and aggressive. That's what's worked really well for us.
0: How about confidence? I know confidence is usually when I see a young designer and or architect, and their confidence is is just isn't there. That leads to a downfall of job um, security or just job um, getting a job or landing a job.
1: It's it's you got to look in the mirror and say, hey, look, like what what are you, what are we doing here? Right, do you want to? I mean, you got to first ask yourself, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to just do single family additions, single family houses? And you got to like, that's what you want to do. That's fine. But if you want to go to the moon, if you want to do whatever you want, you have to kind of first figure out where you want to go and then go all in on that. Because if you, if you, excuse my language, I guess like half it or just kind of like not go for it, yeah. you're doing yourself an injustice. And, and that's kind of like how we've approached and how I've approached it is like, I never thought I'd be doing the projects I am today, but then someday, you know, I was at lunch with my engineer and he goes, would you ever want to do this? And I'm like, I would never want, I want to just do like my single family houses. And also you look at it like, maybe I can. And then you start to do it. And next next, you know, like now I'm looking at like high rises. I've never done a high rise yet, but, but now we're looking at it like, Hey, like maybe one day we could do one. So you kind of like ask yourself and, and you kind of push yourself and it's, and it's really cool that like, I, I'm glad you asked this question because like, I'm, I'm sure as you, as you grow your business, there's a, there's a, there's like a, there's like no ceiling. Yeah. Right. And the more you like push it, you're like, okay, wait, a, maybe I could do this. And then like, you get there and you're like, what if I could do this? And you start to realize like how you start to question like how far can you push it and that's like for those with like not confidence like i would encourage you to push yourself and then you'll be surprised okay maybe you could do a little bit more maybe like two houses at once maybe three houses at once and then like okay like get yourself some good problems
0: yeah how about um so when you're starting out your business what advice do you have for when people start they're they're starting their own business and they want to start hiring and who to look for and are they trying to look for the younger people to, you know, give them a chance like they just had, or are mm-hmm. you trying to get the veterans in there to get some knowledge?
1: Gotcha. So this is a good question too, because as a growing firm, I've had to bring on people, I've had to let people go. I've had I have people reach out for internships all the time. Um, when you're starting the, the business and you need, you need, you need production, you need set. you basically got to invest in your employees and invest in your team. You don't have time for the younger people. So right now, unfortunately, when people reach out for internships, I tell them, look, I'd love to but I'm still building the business to be strong in solitude so that you can come on and have a system in place. But I basically bring in the missing pieces. And once you get big enough, then you can start helping and giving back, but you kind of have to build that infrastructure first. So when it comes to hiring, you got to look at, okay, I'm like, for example, in the beginning, I, I need to help drafting for that apartment project.
0: Okay.
1: I need help drafting that. That's a big project. Bring on a project architect. Okay. We got a project architect. Now what else do we need? Okay. Now I need another project architect. Okay. Maybe you need a, uh, an accountant or you kind of look at the pieces at a big picture and figure out who you can bring
0: in to help you. Cause it's, it's a lot harder to do it by yourself. Yeah, absolutely. One thing I want to talk about, um, obviously we've been following each other for a long time on social media. And one thing that I, I think you got, you do an amazing job at for, um, your company is, uh, branding. And something I speak a lot on is social media branding, but not just social media branding, your identity as a company um and as the future goes on i think you know digital marketing and just brand identity is so important what is your advice for someone starting out in the business and trying to find their identity in the marketplace make it
1: real simple see what someone else is doing copy them and do it better that's that's literally what we're doing like i'm not gonna tell you who we're copying but you could copy me Uh, but we see what other people are doing like all right we could do that a little bit better yeah. Maybe a little bit more consistent. Maybe a little bit more brighter. That's Absolutely, to put it. Yeah, that's.
0: I always say that actually as well as when you're doing content creation, F- find a creator or a designer, whoever you um, you envy, and just kind of take their stuff into account and um, I mean, go. Yeah, just follow, like, like you
1: got a light in the back. I got a light in the back too. I mean,
0: <laughs> you see yeah. it's working. Absolutely, you put your uh, branding everywhere possible. Well, Austin, thank you so much. Um, this this episode was great for just especially someone that's getting into the business or someone just mm-hmm. aspiring to get out of that corporate world and kind of start their own gig. Um, I want to end with um, promoting you where that people could find your business on socials and then your personal um, and where you're located so people could contact you. Well,
1: Thank you for having me. Number one, number two, for all those people out there, are curious about this, you got to take the jump, you got to take the risk, you got to go do it. Uh, otherwise, the last thing you want to do is have that regret. So that's my, my closing statement. And where to find us? We're down for Lauderdale, uh, Austin M. Fox on Instagram, www.af architect.com. We're all in the Southeast Florida area. We do stuff all in Florida. And now we're looking at inner, like multiple states as well. So look, reach out on Instagram, Twitter. Maybe you can put some stuff in the bio and stuff. I will. Um, you know how easy it is to reach me. DM me, ask me a question. I'm not, you know, on top of the world where you can't get a hold of me. So
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I'll I'll vouch for that. He messages pretty fast. And I'll have all his um handles in the caption for the podcast and in social. So um stay tuned to that. Um uh, thank you again, Austin, for hopping on and taking time out of your busy schedule.
1: Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me.